Matthew chapter 16 has a whole lot of preaching in it. But I want to focus just on a few verses beginning in verse number 13. The Bible says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias or Elijah, others Jeremiah or Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. Lord, we thank you for these days of meeting. God, we thank you for every message that you delivered from your men. Thank you for the men of God that were faithful to stand and proclaim what thus saith the Lord. Thank you for all the singing, the youth choir singing, the adult singing a special singing. Thank you for the Henson ladies coming by our way tonight. Lord, how you use them tonight. We thank you for it. Thank you for every testimony given. Thank you for the sweet Holy Ghost of God just uh, blowing through here time and time again. Lord, we don't deserve any of it, but we're sure glad you've been good to us these days. Uh, Lord, I pray now, because this hour uh, is a different hour. Uh, all those other things won't suffice for what's needed right now. Uh, so, Father, I pray you'd use this unworthy vessel. Uh, I pray you'd glorify your namesake. Uh, I pray that you'd speak to hearts. Uh, and, Father, those that have yet to do business with God, uh, I pray in your long-suffering, uh, in your tender mercy, uh, in your loving kindness, uh, you'd give them another opportunity uh, Fight with the Lord and do business with Him tonight. Uh, I pray for those uh, that you've stoked a fire in their soul. Uh, God, you just keep on a stoking. Uh, God, I pray uh, that, Lord, we just wouldn't have a meeting. Uh, God, I pray we'd have a movement through here over the next weeks and months. Uh, Lord, I pray uh, the scoffers would stand at all uh, and say uh, it had to be God that did uh, what He did. Uh, God, I pray you'd save sinners. Uh, I pray you'd do great mighty things which we know it's not. Uh, Father, we're trusting in you uh, to show up big uh, and to be the big God of the Bible uh, and God do exceeding abundantly above all can ask or think. Uh, now, Father, have your will away tonight. Uh, bless as only you can. Uh, we'll bless you for it, uh, for it's in the holy uh, and wonderful uh, and the sweet uh, and the name that's above every name, uh, the darling name of Jesus, we ask it all. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. I want you to notice a few things about these verses. Uh, Notice, first of all, uh, the consulting. Uh, Jesus uh, asked his disciples a question. Uh, he consults with them, uh, and he says, uh, Whom do men uh, say that I, the Son of Man, am? Uh, 
there in verse 13. Uh, he asked them a question. He consults with them. Uh, tonight he might be asking you a question. Uh, he might be asking you, uh, why haven't you worshipped? Uh, why haven't you got in on this thing? Uh, uh, who is Jesus to you? Uh, we see him consulting with them. Uh, no, if you will, uh, notice if you will in verse 14, the conferring. Uh, what they answered him. Uh, they said, uh, uh, some say you're John the Baptist, uh, some Elias, uh, others Jeremiah, uh, or one of the prophets. Uh, uh, can I say something tonight? Uh, I wouldn't put much stock in what some say, uh, what others say. Uh, uh, you better get a hold of what God says. Uh, uh, but hey, uh, notice who they compared him to. Uh, they compared him to John the Baptist, uh, maybe because of his cleansing. Uh, John baptized for the remission of sins. Uh, uh, Jesus would say things like, go and sin no more. Uh, hey, uh, they compared him to Elijah, maybe because of his praying. Uh, Elijah prayed that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't rain for three and a half uh, years. Elijah prayed and he fire fell from heaven. Uh, but can I say when Jesus prayed, uh, all of heaven stopped uh, and heaven moved towards earth. Uh, uh, maybe it was because of his praying. Uh, they said Jeremiah, maybe because he was of his weeping. Uh, John 11, 35, and Jesus wept. Uh, Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. Uh, and they said maybe the prophets uh, because of his preaching. Because uh, no man ever spoke like Jesus spoke. Uh, but oh, they was comparing him to others. Uh, let me help you some. There ain't no comparing him to anybody. Uh, we see the consulting and the conferring, but notice the convoking. Jesus said, Whom do men, whom do men say that I am? Well, look at verse number 15. He gets a little more personal here. Uh, he says, uh, He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Hmm? Who do you say that he is? Uh, it don't matter what anybody else says. Whom do you say that he is? Uh, he becomes real personal. Yeah. And then notice uh, how the Lord uh, takes one of their answers uh, and he confirms something uh, uh, to everybody else. Look in verse number 16. Uh, and Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, uh, the Son of the living God. Now look at verse 17. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Uh, you know why some don't ever get in on it? Uh, you know why some never uh, uh, holler out uh, a shout uh, or never weep uh, or never actually uh, be transformed being in the presence of God? Because uh, they're trusting in flesh and blood. Uh, but if you'd ever let the Holy Ghost fill you up, uh, hey... Uh, business might pick up uh, there's sometimes he gets so big he's got to come out uh, sometimes it's through a weep uh, sometimes through a hand going up uh, sometimes through a smile on your face some of you hadn't been filled up all week uh, and sometimes uh, you just got to around back and say well glory uh, hey uh, when the Holy Ghost shows you friend you don't ever have to doubt it uh, Peter said thou art uh, the Christ, the Son of the living God. I want to preach on this for a few minutes tonight. I want to preach on who is this Jesus? 
who is this Jesus? Now, uh, the great apostle Paul warned us about people preaching another gospel and another Jesus. Uh, there's a whole lot of people out there today uh, preaching about a Jesus uh, and preaching about a Holy Ghost. Don't, don't line up with the Bible. Uh, Paul said, if anybody preach any other gospel unto you, let him be accursed. In other words, let him die and go to hell. Uh, he said, even if an angel from heaven preaches another gospel, uh, let him be accursed. Uh, hey, I don't care what popular. Uh, I don't care what you see on TV. Uh, I want to preach about the Jesus of the Bible. Uh, who is this Jesus? Uh, can I say he's our advocate tonight? Uh, he's the one that stands between us and God. Uh, uh, can I say he's the author and finisher of our faith? Uh, hey, uh, they sang about that song uh, about making her way to the old-fashioned altar. Uh, that night I got saved. He was author my faith. He wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Uh, one of these days when he comes to get me, uh, he'll be the finisher of my faith. Because uh, I won't walk by faith anymore. I'll see him as he is. Uh, hey, he's the bread of life. Uh, hey, he's the bright and morning star. Uh, I'm talking about the Jesus of the Bible. Uh, he's the chief shepherd. Uh, he's the chief cornerstone. Uh, he's the chiefest of 10,000 to my soul. Uh, he is the Christ. Uh, hey, uh, he's the door of the sheep. Uh, Hey, you can't get into heaven except to go through the door. Uh, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, no man coming of the Father but by me. Uh, he's faithful and true. Uh, hey, he's the friend of sinners. Hallelujah. Uh, he's God. Uh, he's God. Uh, he's God. Uh, he's holy. Uh, he's holy. Uh, he's holy. Uh, he's our only hope. Uh, for heaven. Uh, he's our high priest. Uh, hey, he's the great I am. Uh, he's the great I am. Uh, I am that I am, he said. Uh, hey, he's Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, he's the righteous judge. Uh, he's the king of kings. Uh, he's the lamb of God. Uh, he's the light of the world. Uh, He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Uh, I'm talking about this Jesus of the Bible. Uh, he's the lily of the valleys. Uh, he's the Messiah. Uh, he's our mediator. Uh, hey, he's omnipotent, all-powerful. Uh, he's omniscient, all-knowing. Uh, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere uh, all the time. Uh, he's the Prince of Peace. Uh, he's the Redeemer. Uh, He's the rock, hallelujah. He's the rose of Sharon. He's our savior. He's our savior. He came seeking to save that which was lost. He's the son of God. He is truth. He is unsearchable. He is wonderful. He is the word of God. And he is Lord. I said he's Lord tonight. Hey, he's not becoming Lord. He is Lord tonight. I'm talking about this Jesus for the Bible. Can I say he was Lord in the Alpha of Time? You say, what is the Alpha of Time? That's way back there yonder before we ever kept keeping time. That's way back there before there ever was a world, before there ever was a galaxy. 
where there's ever a star or a sun. Uh, way back there in the Alpha time, uh, he was Lord. Uh, the Bible says in Hebrews 1.10, uh, And thou, Lord, uh, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, uh, and the heavens uh, are the works of thine hands. Uh, John said in John 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. I said He was Lord in the Alpha time. This Jesus just didn't begin some 2,000 years ago in a manger. He's always been, and He's always been Lord. He was Lord in the Alpha time. Can I say this? He was Lord on His arrival on earth. Huh? The Bible says in Luke 2, 2 11, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Huh? Preacher said it this morning. He was virgin born. He didn't come from a man. He walked out of heaven into the womb of Mary. Hey, he who's altogether infinite put on flesh and came into this world. Huh? He became like us so one day we'd become like him. He that knew no sin became sin that you and I might be made the righteousness of God in him. Huh? But he was Lord. Listen, I don't believe he cried like other babies cried. We got two precious babies here. My grandbaby who's over here spoiling Mimi and little Elizabeth who's done spoiled Lexi went to sleep. Hi, baby. Huh? And these babies are precious. But you know, these babies were born under condemnation. These babies are lied to you. They'll let out a scream like something's wrong. You check their diaper. It's clean. They just got fed. You can tell my, my grandbaby, she ain't, she ain't never starved for nothing. She's, she's well fed. There's nothing wrong with them, but yet they want your attention. So they'll cry out to get your attention like something's wrong. See, we were born natural liars. I don't believe Jesus cried that way as a baby. I believe he looked totally different. I believe when Simeon saw Mary and Joseph bring him to the temple on that eighth day, uh, and the Holy Ghost welled up inside of Simeon, he looked at that uh, Christ child. He saw a different baby than any he had ever seen before, uh, and he held him up to heaven, uh, said, Mine eyes have now seen the salvation of the Lord. Uh, hey, I want to tell you, that was a different child because he was holy, because he was Lord. He was Lord upon his arrival. He was the Lord in the Alpha. Can I say he was Lord in his earthly actions? Spurgeon said him just coming into this sin-cursed world would be like you and I walking naked through a briar patch and all those briars pricking at us and, and stinging us. Uh, he said just being in the presence of sin pricked him and, and stung us because he was altogether lovely and altogether holy. But while he lived, he proved he was Lord. His earthly actions proved it. Uh, the Bible says in Luke 5, 12, And it came to pass, uh, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who, seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus said, I will. And he touched him and made him clean. Huh? Huh? 
Well, that, man, that man recognized him as Lord. He was Lord in his earthly actions. Uh, Matthew 9, 28, when he was coming to the house, uh, the blind men came to him. Uh, Jesus said unto them, saith unto them, Believe ye that I'm able to do this? Uh, they said unto him, Yea, Lord. And he opened their blinded eyes and they could see. Can I say this? Uh, Isaiah 35 makes it clear the only one that can open blinded eyes is the Lord. Hmm? Matthew 14, 30, and when he saw the wind, talk about Peter walking on the water, uh, when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, and he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And the Lord saved him. They walked back on the water, got back in the ship. Huh? You say, what are you saying? I'm saying his earthly actions. He not only proved he's Lord, they recognized him as Lord. Uh, can I say he was Lord in his agony. Mm. Brother Stroud preached the other night when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying and his sweat become as it were great drops of blood. He prayed, Father, be thy will. Let this cup pass from me. You've all heard me preach on that text. He wasn't praying not to go to Calvary. He was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. He came to this world to go to Calvary. But I believe every imp from hell was dispatched to that garden. He's trying to kill him in the garden. If the devil could have killed him in the garden, he wouldn't have been Lord. And you see, the reason he took Peter, James, and John and told them to pray with him, uh, uh, they were there to help him get through that agony. But they fell off sleep. And go study it. The Lord sent angels to minister unto him. He was praying not to die in the garden. He was praying that death would pass from him. He was praying for the strength to make it to the cross. You and I in our complacency, the Lord depends on us to impact our world. And yet when we don't, the Lord has to refer to other measures and other people to win people. God help us to always be alert, be usable for the Lord. But he agonized in the garden. In the hall of praetorium, they beat him. They beat him beyond recognition. Uh, under the Jewish law, they'd beat a man 39 stripes because they thought 40 was inhumane. But the Jews didn't beat him. The Romans were known to beat a man up to 100 stripes. No wonder the psalmist said, My bones stare at me. They beat him. He was beyond recognition. Isaiah said his visage was marred much more than any man. They plucked the beard from his, from his face. They platted on his head a crown of thorns. Uh, uh, they beat him. Uh, uh, they beat him so bad. Uh, then they put a, 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 a blindfold around his eyes. Uh, said, prophesy, who uh, uh, beateth thee? Uh, they wanted to know. You know why they blindfolded him, Caleb? Uh, because every time they punched him, uh, they looked into those eyes of love. Uh, and all they saw was compassion. Uh, and they couldn't stand to look in his eyes anymore brother Brian uh, so they blindfolded him uh, and they continued to beat him these were men who were trained to inflict punishment uh, on human beings in, uh, in his agony he bore that cross down the Via Della Rosa uh, went to Calvary uh, laid down on that cross let him nail him to the cross suspended him between heaven and earth uh, but even in his agony he was still Lord uh, Luke 23 42 says uh, I speak of the thief uh, and he said unto Jesus uh, Lord 
remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Uh, even while he's on the cross, he was still Lord. Uh, and even that foul thief recognized it and believed on the Lord. Uh, by the way, what do the Campbellites do with that? That fellow didn't get baptized, but he went to paradise that day. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, I'm just saying he's Lord. He was Lord in his agony. He was Lord when he arose. Those angels there at that uh, graveside, that first uh, early Easter morning on Matthew, in Matthew 28, 6, they said, He is not here for his reason. And he said, Come see the place uh, where the Lord lay. That's where he was, but he's not there because he's Lord. Uh, in John 20 and verse 27, uh, then saith he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger, uh, and behold my hands, and reach thither thy uh, re and reach thither thy hand, and thrust it in my side, uh, and be not faithless, but believing. Uh, and Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord uh, and my God. Uh, he was Lord when he was in agony, but he was Lord when he arose. Hallelujah. Huh? Can I say this? He was Lord at his ascension. In Acts 1 9, it says, And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. He was Lord when he went up, and he'll be Lord when he comes back. Hallelujah. Huh? I'm saying he was Lord but he not only was Lord he is Lord can I say he's Lord actively right now presently he's Lord Philippians 2 says in verse number 9 wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father he is Lord he's always been Lord he's Lord right now hey he's still orchestrating and working in the lives of people because he's Lord hallelujah he's not some old man sitting in a rocking chair wringing his hands trying to figure out what's going on he knows exactly what's going on can I say everyone that's ever existed one day is going to bow before him and proclaim him Lord of Lords and King of Kings. You ever think about that? Satan himself is going to bow down before the Lord and going to proclaim Thou art Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Ha. Then they're going to bind him and throw him off in the lake of fire. Hallelujah. Maybe they'll let us kick him on the way out. Hallelujah. Huh? Every atheist is going to proclaim him Lord of Lords. Every wicked, vile sinner is going to proclaim him Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Uh, he is Lord. huh? And can I say this? He'll always be Lord. Revelation 4.8 says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. 
For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Revelation 19.6 says, And I heard, uh, as it were, great uh, the voice of a great multitude, and the voice of many waters, uh, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Uh, and verse 16 of chapter 19 says, And he hath on his vesture uh, and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. He'll always be Lord. Jesus asked his disciples, Whom do men say that I am? When's the last time somebody asked you of the hope of your calling? And then he said, Whom do ye say that I am? Let me ask this question. He's Lord, but is he your Lord? Say, Preacher, I've been saved. I didn't ask you that. There's a lot of people that know him as Savior that don't submit to him as Lord. See, if he's Lord, you realize you've been bought with a price and your life is no longer your own. You see, if he's Lord, except you be providentially hindered, you'll be in the house of God. If he's Lord, you have no problem telling everybody else he's Lord. If he's Lord, you come to the house of God ready to worship, ready to give him the glory due his name. Hmm? Is he Lord? You see, if you've got to wrestle with whether or not you're going to church, whether or not you're going to pay your tithes, whether or not you're going to pass out some tracts, whether or not you're going to witness, if you wrestle with any of that, he's not Lord. Huh? Can I say this? The great apostle Paul said he died daily means every day he crucified his flesh so Jesus would be Lord. Amen. I used to work at the funeral home. One thing I know, dead people don't speak. Dead people don't make decisions. Dead people don't do anything under their own power. When he's Lord, you become dead. Hmm? Hmm? Some of y'all hadn't got in this week because he's not Lord in your life. Hmm? Some of y'all wrestling with things because you got too much pride to give them to him because he's not Lord in your life. Some of y'all are struggling with things because he's not Lord in your life. Uh, you just learn to give it, give it to him and let him be Lord. You'll live a happy life. Hmm? Uh, all the pressure be gone when he's Lord. Hmm? Let me ask you, is he your Lord? You might be here and you might not be saved. And you might say in your heart, I'm not going to get saved tonight. Tonight might be your last opportunity to get saved. But one thing's for sure, whether you get saved or not, one day you're going to proclaim him Lord. It'd be a whole lot better to be saved and allow Him to be Lord in your life than to wait till Judgment Day and proclaim Him Lord. Huh? So I wonder tonight, is He your Lord? Now the Bible says, Who am I to judge another man's servant? I can't judge you because I can't look into your heart and test your motives. But the Bible does say you'll know a tree by the fruit it bears. 
And there's just some things that if somebody knows Jesus is Lord, you just know it about them. Amen. Hmm? You just see it on them. Listen, I don't have to cut open an apple to see if it's an apple. And I don't have to cut down an apple tree to see that it's an apple tree because I can see apples hanging off of it. Are you listening to me? People that know Jesus as Lord, it's known of them. Mm -mm. And all I know is sometimes God gives his man a little insight. And some of you have been sitting back on your laurels and hadn't got in this thing because you're wrestling with allowing Jesus to be Lord in your life. I got news. He, He is Lord whether you allow him to be or not. And it's a whole lot better to submit to him as Lord than for him to prove to you he's Lord. Hmm? So I wonder tonight, on this Sunday night, after a wonderful week of great preaching, are you tired of trying to run your own life? Isn't it about time you make him Lord? I mean, look at your life. You've made a mess out of it. Why don't you let him patch it up and make something of it? Why don't you quit struggling with it all and just let him be Lord of your life? Nothing like it. You might even get to come to church and enjoy it. You might even get to worship a little bit because he is Lord. Is he your Lord? Hmm? I preached years ago and made people matter in a wet hen. Well, some people know him as Savior, but very few know him as Lord. Is he your Lord? He can be. Huh? Some of you just need to throw up the white flag tonight. Yeah. Say, I surrender all and allow him to be the Lord of your life. Let's all stand. But Daniel, come piano, play something. While he's coming, let's pray. Father, thank you for the Bible. Because the Bible lets us know you're Lord. And Lord, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Well, Lord, you not only save us, but you'll give us, Lord, the wherewithal to submit our lives to allow you to be Lord. God, there's so many people that are trying to be spiritual where if they just allow you to be Lord, they'll become spiritual. So God, help folks to quit wrestling and just surrender. Help folks to submit it all at the feet of Jesus tonight. And God, certainly for somebody here tonight not born again, God, I pray they'd come and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Lord, you are Lord. God, I pray folks would allow you to be Lord in their lives. Lord, you know better than us. You won't force yourself on anybody, but the will of man is so strong that it'll keep man from acknowledging you as Lord. Help folks to submit their will to your will, and God, help them to do it tonight. Blessing this invitation. Speak to hearts. We'll bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks to listeners like you, IBC has had over 100,000 views on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, subscribe today. 
And as always, thanks for listening.